Good afternoon, Kodo listeners. It is just a bit after 12 p.m. and it's Thursday, which means it's time for our noon-ish coronavirus update. I'm Matt Hoish from the Kodo News Team and joining us in studio to provide the latest on the COVID pandemic in San Miguel County. We have Lindsay Mills, public information consultant for the county and providing much appreciated Spanish interpretation. Dominique, Bruno, both of you, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Gracias. Um, for starters, Lindsay, as always, we will just hand you the floor for any updates you'd like to provide. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so first and foremost, we are bringing Pfizer clinics back to San Miguel County starting today. Um, the Norwood Clinic is taking place today from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Norwood Public Library. And then additionally, we'll have a clinic um in Telluride tomorrow with slots from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and again after a lunch break from from 1.30 to 3 p.m. And that'll be on the second floor of the um, Miramonte building in the BOCC meeting room. Bueno, eh, las, las actualizaciones son que vamos a traer eh, de vuelta las eh, clínicas para vacunas Pfizer. Vamos a tener clínicas en Norwood desde en la, en, la libreti, en la biblioteca de Norwood desde las 11 hasta las 1 y también vamos a tener clínicas en Telluride en el edificio Miramonte desde las 11 hasta las 1 y después va a haber un, un pequeño eh, descanso para el almuerzo y después vamos a estar de vuelta hasta las 3. And just a quick reminder, Pfizer eligibility includes those 12 years of age and older. Um, so those vaccine clinics have registration available at uh, bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash SMC vaccine for English. And it'll be forward slash SMC vacuna for Spanish. Y para ser... Um Para tener esta vacuna, la Pfizer, recuerden que tienen que tener 12 años o mayor de 12 años. Y el link, déjame ver. bit.ly es bet.ly punto l y forward slash y después slash smc es s m c vacuna vacuna. Thank you. Um, and then we'll resume our bi-weekly every other Friday Moderna clinics, which includes eligibility for those 18 years of age and older uh, next Friday, August 20th in the BOCC meeting room on the second floor of the Miramonte building from 2 to 3 p.m. Y también vamos a volver con nuestras clínicas eh, de vacunación con Moderna cada eh, otra semana. Esto va a empezar desde el próximo viernes eh, y va a ser en el segundo piso del edificio Miramonte de, entre las 2 y las 3 de la tarde. So this is a great opportunity for you to get your kids vaccinated right before they get back to school um, and get them protected as, as they start interacting in person again for in-person learning. Y esta es una gran oportunidad para que nuestros niños se vacunen antes de volver al colegio y eh, puedan interactuar con otras personas eh, y, y tener más interacciones y estén preparados y seguros. And I know yesterday um, during an update with Grace Franklin, I know she mentioned um, that currently we are under testing in the county. So are there any updates just on testing availability at the moment? Yes. Matt estaba preguntando si, eh, bueno, que estaban hablando ayer con Grace Franklin, la directora del servicio público, estaban hablando de la eh, de los test, si es que va a haber eh, 
eh, lugar para hacer más test y cuál va a ser la, eh, habilidad, la habilidad que tenga el condado para hacer esto. Y ahora Lindsay nos va a dar información al respecto. Mm -hmm. So, lots of updates for testing. Microgen will be returning to the area on Mondays and Tuesdays to the Lawson Hill Intercept lot from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. And they're guaranteeing... Um, turnaround for your test results by the next day around 2 p.m. Um, so you'll, you can jump online to our COVID site and click on testing to register for that. Bueno, Microgen eh, va a volver con los test. Este sitio de testeo va a ser en Lawson Hill los lunes y martes. Um, y el, la hora, the time. 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Y, y la hora para esto va a ser de las 7 de la mañana hasta las 2 de la tarde y van a tener los resultados el día siguiente. And then additionally, we have our classic San Miguel County Public Health mobile testing. Those will be taking place in Telluride at the Miramonte building in the parking lot behind the building on Fridays from 9.45 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. And additionally, in Mountain Village on Wednesdays, that's going to move to the Blue Mesa lot next to the Blue Mesa condominium building on Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Muy bien. Y eh, también vamos a tener los, los clásicos eh, testeos móviles del que está haciendo el condado. Esto va a ser en Telluride los viernes desde las 11 perdón, desde las 9 de la mañana hasta las 11 y media. Esto va a ser en, en el... Eh, en el estacionamiento detrás del edificio Miramonte y en eh, Mountain Village vas, van a ser los miércoles entre las 11 y las 1 de la tarde en el edificio Blue Mesa. Perfect. Um, and you can register for those on our website as well. Registration for San Miguel County Public Health mobile testing opens one week prior. So if you go to the website and you see that nothing's available between now and God knows when, it's because that testing that testing uh, slot hasn't opened quite yet. So check it out seven days before and you should be able to see those open slots. Muy bien, y para registrarse en todos estos test eh, hay que ir a la página web del condado eh, y ve, ir a la viñeta de testeos. Y eh, para los test móviles hay que recordar que la, la habilidad va a aparecer siete días antes del test. Entonces, si usted todavía no ve eh, la fecha que necesita para el específico, para el, el día específico del test, tiene que hacerlo siete días antes. Hay que recordar eso. And if you're in Norwood, there is testing at Uncompahgre Medical Center on a appointment basis Monday through Friday. Y para Norwood, eh, recordar que hay que hacerlo en el centro médico de Norwood. El, el centro médico es Uncompahgre. Eh, y hay que llamar y hacer el, la reservación con ellos. Listeners, as always, you can give us a call if you have a question for Public Information Consultant Lindsay Mills, 970-728-4333. Um, and Lindsay, we were chatting a bit before, and you had also mentioned one other thing that, that you wanted to touch on from the county perspective was the fact that I believe a week from yesterday, school's starting back up at the Tyred School District, and it is back to school season, and just... How is the county, from a public health point of view, thinking of back to school in fall 2021? Muy bien. Entonces, la pregunta que Matt está haciendo es que eh, estamos a una semana de entrar eh, de vuelta al, a la escuela. 
una semana desde ayer. Y la pregunta de Matt es, ¿cómo está el eh, condado y, y el servicio de salud pública preparado para esta nueva vuelta a la escuela? Thank you. That's a perfect segue. One of the first recommendations from public health is to go enjoy those microgen tests, test slots from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Monday and Tuesday next week. It's a great opportunity to get your kid tested before they head back to school and just make sure that we're stopping the spread before it even has a chance to spread. Muy bien, y la primera recomendación de Lindsay es que eh, eh, vayamos a hacernos test antes de entrar al colegio, que llevemos a nuestros niños a hacernos los test de microgen específicamente, que son desde las 7 de la mañana hasta las 2 de la tarde. So one of the biggest points um, is that, you know, the schools in the R1 and R2 school district have their own governance through their school board and their superintendents. And since there isn't a mandate at present with regard to mask wearing, they have to balance what's best for them and their communities and the best practices that are advised by public health at this time. So we've had discussions with all three schools and have expressed best practices and we're in, we're in support of the decisions that have been made um, on by each of the schools at this time. So there is a voluntary um, ability to wear a mask as a kid in any of these schools at this time and taking necessary precautions um, with regard to your family, your exposure and, you know, the, the risks at hand is the, the best advice public health can give at this time. Muy bien, entonces la, prim el primer, eh, la primera recomendación que hace el Servicio de Salud Pública a las escuelas, y hay que recordar que las escuelas tienen cada una su superintendente que eh, dan las propias órdenes. Eh, para hacer las mejores prácticas dentro de las escuelas, pero eh, están todos en acuerdo de que eh, la mejor práctica es usar la mascarilla eh, cuando se entre a clases. And of course that brings up the R word regulatory. Um, <laughs> at this point though, you know, we've been reporting on some rising cases as the, the Delta variant spreads. We're seeing more breakthroughs in people who are vaccinated, though they aren't getting super duper hospitalization sick. Um, but at this point, all the, the public health, local public health stuff is just guidance. Um, is there at all any feeling in the air that we are moving to any kind of regulations or still just, you know, not, not heading in that direction yet? Bueno, y la pregunta de Matt es, o el comentario de Matt es que todas estas eh, recomendaciones son exactamente recomendaciones, pero como hemos sabido, la variante Delta ha estado en aumento, eh, incluso en personas que han estado vacunadas, a pesar de que estas personas no han, sido, eh, no han tenido que necesariamente ser hospitalizadas. Eh, pero en este contexto, eh, la pregunta es si es que vamos a pasar de eh, recomendaciones a regulaciones. So you know how I love speculating. Um, <laughs> the the spread in our region is um, is increasing week over week at this time. So when looking at the West Central Partnership, which includes San Juan County, our neighbor just to the east, um, we're we're seeing that even counties with high vaccination rates are seeing a great deal of breakthrough cases due to the tourism season. Um, so that that has a lot to do with the evaluation of public health at this time, given that we're going into our third school year that is being affected by COVID-19. The, regula the regulatory side is 
only with regard to preventative tools. So there won't be at this time regulation imparted by public health um, until the state delineates otherwise, um, unless we see an extreme amount of spread and some high, some high risk cases in the county. Bueno, entonces Lindsay nos dice que, que sí, que a pesar de que la, el avance de las infecciones ha estado en aumento, especialmente en los condados hacia el este, eh, y esto mayoritariamente debido al turismo, hasta el momento la, las eh, recomendaciones o guías que da el servicio público son solamente eso, recomendaciones. A no ser de que eh, se impartan restricciones desde, desde el Estado desde parte del el, el gobierno estatal. Listeners, if you're just tuning in, it's our noon coronavirus update. We are joined by public information consultant Lindsay Mills, Dominique Bruno, providing much appreciated Spanish interpretation. If you have a question about COVID, give us a call 970-728-4333. Si ustedes tienen unas preguntas, nos llama a 970 728 Lindsay, I'm not sure how much you can speak to this, but many moons ago, close people paying close attention to this pandemic might remember the county was initiating a program called the Five Star Program, which was essentially helping businesses become more COVID safe through through things like ventilation and sanitization and that sort of thing. I'm just curious, are you able to provide any updates on if any businesses are interested in taking advantage of that program now that it seems like things are maybe getting a bit tighter? But I'm going to finish that question, actually, once we take this call, because we're getting a call right now. Hello, you are live on KOTO. What is your question? Ah, I do have a question. Thank you for picking up. And thank you, too, for the, up, uh, the updated information with our variant. Um, I have a question regarding uh, indoors. I saw today's paper saying masks inside are recommended. I am wondering, within an office of providing body work, do we need to wear masks like we did when COVID, last year's COVID, during sessions? This would be uh, a private office and with, like, only one client at a time. So it's uh, more of a related situation. Do we need to wear the masks during sessions? Thank you very much for the question. Muy bien. Thank you. La pregunta que nos hace la persona que está llamando es, ¿cuáles son las recomendaciones que hay con respecto a usar la máscara, la mascarilla, adentro de un recinto? Ella pregunta específicamente eh, acerca de cómo se hace cuando están, están en una oficina haciendo trabajo en el cuerpo, ya sea masaje eh, o otro tipo de trabajo, con un, solamente un cliente a la vez. So again, all of the all of the mask recommendations right now are exactly that. So because of the Delta variant, we're seeing a great deal of transmission indoors, especially. Um, so increasing ventilation and taking preventative measures such as wearing a mask is going to help decrease the chance of spread amongst yourself and your clients. So when it comes to an office setting, a private office setting where you're maybe working on one client at a time, um, you're definitely going to be, I'm guessing here that you're going to be with that client for more than 15 minutes. Um, so a mask would definitely be recommended in that situation, but this is completely up to you as a private entity, whether or not you want to enforce masks 
mask wearing indoors for yourself, your staff and your clients. Entonces, Lindsay eh, nos dice, nos vuelve a recordar que lo de las máscaras son solamente recomendaciones. Ahora, ella hace muy buen punto de que lo más probable es que el paciente y el, la persona que está practicando sobre el paciente van a estar por más de 15 minutos adentro. Entonces, la recomendación, por cierto, es eh, aumentar la ventilación, eh, eh, usar la máscara y así se puede eh, disminuir el riesgo de infección. Pero, de nuevo, esto es solamente una recomendación que se les da a personas dentro de un espacio privado. Well, really quickly jumping off that, it seems like over the last few weeks we've slowly but surely been learning more about the Delta variant and how it just seems like it is a, a qualitatively different thing than... COVID classic, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Can you just, Lindsay, briefly kind of go over at this point? I mean, how is the Delta variant different? And consequently, maybe how should we think of it differently than we've been thinking about COVID for the last year or so? Muy bien. Entonces, Matt pregunta en este momento que todos tenemos eh, en la conciencia eh, COVID como si esto fuera una, un, una sola forma de ver esta enfermedad. Pero él pregunta ¿cuál es la mayor, cuáles son las mayores diferencias de esta nueva variante Delta con lo que nosotros hasta el momento entendemos como COVID. So, yes, COVID classic, um, one of my favorite phrases to kind of come out of this with all the variants, um, was, a, was a different animal. Um, our, our vaccines that are in circulation right now were created around the original virus. So as the virus has begun mutating over the course of the last year, we have seen more aggressive variants come through. Initially, that started with the B117 variant, um, which originated out in the UK. And we have seen the CDPHE has actually released a graph showing how B117 became the dominant variant in the state of Colorado until about three months ago, at which point Delta started taking over. Um, it's spreading much more quickly. It is much more highly contagious. Um, we're seeing breakthrough cases with vaccinated folks, so they're very um, mild with regard to symptoms most of the time. Um, and the Delta variant in effect with unvaccinated folks is seeming to be a much more aggressive or resulting in much more aggressive symptoms. Um, so higher hospitalization rates have been seen with Delta variant cases at this time. Entonces, Lindsay nos dice que la mayor diferencia o las mayores diferencias entre el, el COVID clásico y la variante Delta eh, son que la variante Delta es mucho más contagiosa eh, y esto va para personas que están que no están eh, vacunados como los que están vacunados, pero ella dice que para las que no están vacunadas, para las personas que no están vacunadas, eh, contraer la enfermedad eh, viene de una manera mucho más agresiva eh, y se ha visto que hay muchas más hospitalizaciones. Eh, y ella partió diciendo que, bueno, estas dos variantes, eh, o esta variante es un, un animal diferente, un animal distinto, ¿no es cierto? Ya que el virus ha mutado, y las vacunas que hemos eh, producido, estas fueron eh, hechas en base al virus original, pero como ahora el virus ha mutado, y es como lo que conocemos como variante Delta, que es lo más predominante acá, que eh, técnicamente es, es llamada la B117, eh, esto eh, tiene eh, eh, consecuencias distintas como lo que decíamos, más contagiosa y más agresiva en personas que no se han vacunado. 
And so then jumping back to a few minutes ago, this idea of this five-star program, the county was doing kind of just adding more layers of protection onto indoor business places, those sort of things. Can you just share any updates for anyone who maybe now at this point is maybe interested in taking advantage of that that wasn't interested a few months ago? Muy bien, entonces antes de la llamada telefónica, Matt estaba preguntando acerca de el programa de cinco estrellas que eh, pueden aplicar los negocios eh, que, que existen en el condado, eh, específicamente a veces restaurantes, eh, que permiten eh, hacer una ocupación con un nivel menos de lo que eh, presenta el condado. O sea, si, es un, eh, si estamos en... Eh, verde, pueden ellos eh, practicar en azul. Y él pregunta si es que hay alguna actualización o cómo está avanzando el programa y si es que Lindsay nos podría dar alguna eh, actualización al respecto. Yeah, so great question. So the five-star program we got funding for um, in the spring, and we had a few businesses pursue five-star certification. And as a quick reminder, the five-star program is a, a state-funded and supported uh, COVID program that allows businesses to function in one level lower than the actual regulatory level on the COVID dial. So say that we're in level orange, a five-star certified business would be able to operate with level yellow capacities. Muy bien, Lindsay nos decía un poco más de lo que estábamos hablando. Entonces, el, el programa de cinco estrellas viene, eh, son fondos que eh, da el Estado para, eh, y estos fondos fueron recibidos en, el, en la primavera, y estos fondos son eh, básicamente para eh, eh, preparar a negocios para eh, practicar, eh, ya sea el restaurante o, o cualquier otro negocio que sea, eh, en un nivel menor al que tiene el condado. Como Lindsay decía, si el condado está en nivel eh, naranjo, este negocio podría practicar en nivel amarillo. So the five-star program is still in full force and is available to businesses in and around uh, San Miguel County. So, you know, the, the encouragement knowing that we're going back into a, a cold, indoor-focused winter season, the, the encouragement right now is to pursue five-star certification. Um, and it, in, it includes several regulatory measures that would be checked through this program, including um, increasing ventilation, some other preventative measures, um, some ability to contact trace clientele that come in, so on and so forth. And all of this information can be found in the business section of our COVID page. Bueno, y eh, este programa, el programa de cinco estrellas, está disponible para los negocios eh, del condado de San Miguel y estamos recomendando que eh, los negocios o, o entes que todavía no han eh, eh, postulado que lo hagan, especialmente para estar preparados para este invierno. Y eh, este programa eh, prácticamente eh, ve, eh, por ejemplo, la situación de ventilación o si es que cuál es la capacidad del negocio de con, eh, contactar a sus empleados en el caso de que haya algún, alguna infección dentro, eh, dentro de este. Eh, pero sí, la recomendación es que la gente aplique y esté preparada para este invierno. And as I understand it, there was funding available to support businesses in, in doing this. So if they do the program, they can 
get money to help them make these improvements to get the certification. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Eh, la pregunta de Matt va um, con respecto a los fondos, si es que hay algún tipo de fondo que ayude a estos negocios a estar preparados y eh, obtener esta cualificación. So it's it's completely free. There are other counties in the state of Colorado that actually charge a fee to enable businesses to apply for five star certification, um, but the County and the towns of Telluride and Mountain Village have fund have matched grant funds from the state to allow this program to be completely free for um, all businesses in San Miguel County. Y bueno, Lindsay nos dice que este programa, eh, esta certificación es completamente gratis, eh, ya que los pueblos de Mountain Village y Telluride han eh, igualado la cantidad de fondos recibidas por, por el Estado para que esto sea un servicio completamente gratis y así los negocios no tengan que pagar por esto. And I think more than anything, the, the point of the five-star certification program now is for businesses to put checks in place in order to protect their staff and protect their clientele as best as they possibly can, not knowing if we will revert to the dial framework um, come winter. Y bueno, la mayor, um, el, el mayor punto de este programa es eh, para que los negocios estén preparados y estén listos para proteger a su staff y también a la clientela eh, cuando el, la situación o el, o el estado de COVID eh, sea mayor eh, al que estamos presenciando en estos momentos. You answered my next question because there's no dial framework now, but that answered it, that it, you know, just keep people safe. Mm -hmm. um, listeners, we are nearing the end of our update, so I will put out one, another call for calls. If anyone has a question for public information, consultant Lindsay Mills gives call 970-728-728. 4333. Si tienen preguntas, llama 970-728-4333. Um, Lindsay, I'm going to ask you a bit of a more vague question, more more of a feely question, which all of which is to say, I mean, you know, you're you're hanging out with county people, with public health people. Just at this point, um, how do things feel right now? Kind of, I guess, in the in the San Miguel County public health community, I guess, what, what's the vibe right now that, that you're feeling with all, you know, the folks and, and just kind of at this point in the pandemic, how do things feel inside the public health machine? <laughs> la pregunta de Matt es la siguiente. Él, él le pregunta a Lindsay, bueno, Lindsay, tú, ha, tú has estado eh, eh, trabajando con gente que está en el Departamento de Salud y ¿cuál es la vibra? ¿Cuál, cuál es el sentimiento que, que está dentro del Departamento de Salud? Si nos puedes compartir un poco. Very important mental health question. Thank you. Um, so, you know, I, I think... We had come into summer with a great deal of hope knowing that vaccines were going to be widely available. Um, preventative measures have been learned and executed beautifully in this county. Um, we have one of the highest vaccination rates in the state of Colorado, which is something to be greatly applauded. Um, now that we're seeing the Delta variant take hold and we're seeing cases increase week over week um, and breakthrough cases increase week over week, uh, the, the team is very deeply interested in reminding folks that their health is in their hands. Um, we have all learned 
that mask wearing and washing our hands and limiting our exposure to various people over the course of a week could decrease the spread of this virus over the course of time. Um, paying attention to our symptoms is another really big key to all of this. If you're feeling remotely under the weather, consider isolating until you can get tested. Muy bien. Lindsay, eh, ella comenta, muy buena pregunta con respecto a la salud mental, ¿no es cierto? Eh, porque partimos este verano muy entusiasmados sabiendo que íbamos a tener muchas vacunas disponibles para nuestra comunidad y después, como todos sabemos, los eh, el, el rango de vacunación de nuestra comunidad es muy alto, muy, muy alto, eh, especialmente en comparación con los condados cercanos. Eh, pero a medida que fue pasando el verano nos fuimos dando cuenta que eh, el, el rango de personas infectadas que no estaban vacunadas fue subiendo y también hubo casos eh, en personas que han sido vacunadas. Eh, entonces esto nos recuerda que finalmente la salud está en las manos de cada uno. Eh, y por eso hay que tener mucha atención en eh, los tipos de interacciones que tenemos con otra gente. Si es que es necesario usar máscara, que la usemos. Que mantengamos una higiene, eh, ya sea con las manos, eh, constantemente. Y también recordar que si es que sentimos algún tipo de síntoma, eh, ya sea de COVID o cualquier otro síntoma que nos mantengamos eh, en cuarentena o alejados de otras personas. Well, Lindsay, as we um, draw this update to a close, are there just any closing thoughts that you would like to leave with our listeners on this Thursday afternoon? La, eh, la ultim, el último comentario de Matt es, le, él le pregunta a Lindsay, ¿hay algún último eh, pensamiento o eh, recomendación que tú nos puedas dejar a nosotros y a la gente que está escuchando? Um, yes, I think more than anything, we want to make ourselves available to anybody that has questions about COVID, about vaccines, about anything pertaining to this current pandemic and um, its new resurgence with regard to the Delta variant. So please don't ever hesitate to reach out. We're available on social media. You can DM us or you can e reach out by email at publichealth at sanmiguelcountyco.gov. Lindsay nos recuerda eh, tajantemente que el condado está disponible para entregar información, ya sea si es que tenemos consultas con respecto a las vacunas, a, los, a las infecciones, a las clínicas eh, y, a la, y a los testeos. Eh, una buena eh, manera de comunicarse es a través de, so eh, de, de social, social media, de... Eh, de Facebook y ella nos da la dirección de Facebook. Lindsay, mm -hmm. could you repeat that? Uh, the address? The email? The email, perfect. Yeah, it's publichealth at sanmiguelcountyco.gov. Muy bien. Entonces, el eh, correo electrónico que ella nos da es publichealth, es como salud pública en inglés. Eh, entonces, es P-U-B-L-I-C health h e a l t h arroba eh, san miguel county punto c o c o dot gov dot eh, punto g o b 
Lindsay Mills is the public information consultant for San Miguel County, providing our voices in Spanish is Dominique Bruno. Both of you, as always, thank you so, 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 so much. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, please reach out to those addresses Lindsay gave. Give us a call. Code a news team. We, we go to all the meetings. We hear all the things, too, <laughs> probably. Um, and we'll be back with more news tonight, more public health updates next week. We'll even be broadcasting some Jazz Fest tomorrow at 5 p.m. And if you want to have fun, head to the river tomorrow for the Kodo Duck Race. This is KOTO Telluride. Stay tuned for more music and such.